Ooh, baby, today. I'm in Mexico. And I'm in Los Angeles, cranked on coffee. We talk about a lot of things. We talk about Wicked. We talk about drone shots. We talk about new TV shows. We talk about Fat Slut. We've got an episode of, or a brief uh, 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 update on Candy Muse news. And we talk about um, th- other things as well. Thank you so much. Goodbye. And such. And such as. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with a sloppy second. Oh, diva. Ooh, ah. Hi, you slap juice, do me the affection. Wait. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. I used to be a little like you, not like you, not like you, not like you, big dipper, me, me, that big dip here. We haven't podcasted in so long. That's not true. We podcasted last week. I know. I guess it's normally that we're doing, we see, I feel like I see you more because we go to the office, but now we haven't recorded in like a month. Well, don't pull the curtain back all the way for the people to let them know that we stacked a few episodes. That's why we keep making. What? What? I feel like there was some reference that continues to happen. Nine one (laughs) eighty, and they actually no one knows what that is yet because that episode hasn't come out. Still, still. Oh my god! I've been doing it for weeks, for over a month. Eighty, and also eighty. You know, we had that guest on who unfortunately always has facial hair. No, oh, sorry. Let me rephrase this. We had that guest on who always has facial hair. But when we had them on, they had to shave for something. So they came into the studio and they were like, man, I don't look like myself. And that's the episode we recorded. It's not going to come out for four weeks. Like he totally could have grown all of his facial hair back. Oh, yeah. But that's how the real world works, because you know what? They're filming Wicked right now, and we're not going to see that bitch till 2026. Forever from now. And it looks so good. And she sounds so great. But can we not do the drone footage, please? You're ruining it for me. I've already seen too much. Yeah. I've seen too much of the set. I've seen too much of, like, you can see that there's, like, posters of Elphaba, like... You, like, get a sense of what her costume is going to be. It's, like, ruining it for me. Well, you know what I love about that is I saw that drone footage, and you know me. I like to get into the logistics in the nitties and the gritties. Well, here's some logistics for you. What? They took that film all the way to London to go film it out in the middle of nowhere in a giant field to build an enormous set so that no one would see it, thinking that no one would get to it. And then, of course, like, Entertainment Weekly is like, we have technology. We're going to get in there. I didn't know that was in London. That's cool that they're doing it there. So is everyone going to be British? I think so. I feel like in the play, people should have been British. (laughs) I feel like if you want to do a story about ye olden days, which, of course, you know, the interesting thing is like the Wizard of Oz, that whole universe. They all had an American accent. English. No, well, I was going to say, it doesn't actually have to take, like, there's no... There's no time period. The only 
the only like it could exist in an alternate well, she universe. Is from Kansas, sure. So, uh, yeah. no, but when she goes to Oz, it could be like thirty twenty four. There's just no technology. But there can be. Can there we all could wrap be. This? Can we also get to another before? Well, no. I'll let you finish, and then I'll say my thing. You finish. The thing I was going to say about logistics is that what I like in that drone footage. Oh no, not that thing. I want to go back to the Wizard of Oz. We I'm could all about be misunderstanding because yes. she did fall off a fence and hit her head. We it's just a fantasy. It's just a fantasy. She just had a dream. They were Roman sisters. <laughs> She was a little white girl in Kansas, and she fell off a... That was a pretty good Billy Porter. What were you going to say? <laughs> now, why isn't he in the movie? Uh, so, sweetie... The wizard will save you now, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing I was going to say about logistics is I loved it in that drone footage. They've built this entire world, and there's, like, the swirling yellow brick road and, like, all of the people in the town. I guess it's Munchkin Land where they're all. Ooh, um, you can't say that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I was going to say is, like, it's actually amazing that the entire, like, that whole scenario, like, hasn't been canceled for inappropriate language. Like, it was, like, a good choice was made so long ago. A made-up word. Well, is Munchkin a made-up word for the Wizard of Oz, and then they and used then it became a for donut? donuts? <laughs> <laughs> and then it became... They were donuts, donuts, bro! Okay, so Munchkin. What does it mean if someone calls you a Munchkin? Munchkin definition and meaning. No, I want to know. That's uh, what they say in the spelling bee origin. The thing I was going to say the or- yeah, you say about you logistics is the whole thing, and then it's one steady cam operator because they're getting like a 360 view of the whole set. You know, normally when a set is that big, on the flip side, there's like a huge crane and a video village and a director, and like there's all of this production. And it was so interesting that in that drone footage, it's like, one guy and a spotter holding a steady cam as they're like walking through the world. I just find that fun. You know what I mean? All that money, time, and energy, and then they just film and it goes onto a little and, it's, and then little car. And it says filmed on an iPhone. Now right. uh, <laughs> no, I thought it was interesting that they still What did they you built- find about Munchkin? Oh, it was okay. Well, there's two things. One, it's either from a Dutch word, but most of the stuff is saying that it was uh, the country of origin is USA. The Munchkin cat mutation was discovered in America, oh, 1983, where it was named after the little people in Wizard of Oz. Okay, 1930s. I think it's resembling a child from the Munchkins, depicted as a race of small child-like creatures in Al Frank Baum's book, The Wizard of Oz, 1900s. Well, theoretically, also says it could be Dutch. And it means a little cap. Cat? Cap. Like a little hat. Oh. Uh, an amis, a hood, or a headdress. You're like, catch the munchkin. <laughs> Pointing to your little hat. It's very Morgan McMichael's about... little top hat. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I, we're just, this episode is just going to be like, oh, no, you go ahead. People no, you. really no, you. think we just interrupt everyone. I saw we, back-to-back we comments on the Crystal episode that said. We do. God damn, if these people don't let her talk. And then the following episode was like, or the following comment was like, wait, I was so scared. And then I watched the episode and it was totally fine. And she got plenty of talking time. 
Everyone's got an opinion. My opinion on the Wicked set is it's so crazy that they spent all that time building up the set and doing all this stuff. And then, like, right smack dab in the middle. And maybe it's because it's not visible. It's just that giant blue screen, like, tarp on the ground. Did you notice that? I was like, I, wait, now what is that? Is probably that, are some they gonna have sinkhole like, or a D- CGI. Oh, it's probably going to be mounds other. of, like, CGI flowers or some shit. Yeah. Thank goodness. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. It's from the musical. I am so excited, Meatball. We are finally, I think tomorrow I have the final meeting, but we're going to be able to like finally do all the math and figure out how much money we raised in Tennessee. Thank goodness. I know it feels delayed, but like the live stream was available for another week. So we were collecting money and then we were doing merch pre orders and we have to like pay a couple people. And I am not the girly who likes to inflate. Like, you know how, like, like I could say how much money that event brought in, but there were some hard costs. Like the the people who did the live stream did not donate their money, and like Susie Wong fed people, and she had to like there were some bitch. I'm Susie Wong, but you know what I mean. Like like there are some hard costs. So like I don't like when people go like we made a hundred thousand dollars, and it's like oh, but then you had to pay out 15 grand, so you actually yeah, well, only made 85. versus gross value. Exactly, yeah. and when, when fundraising, people get real slimy about that, because they want to like, they want to look like they did more than they actually did, and I'm like, I want to be honest, and I want to say exactly how much money is going where. So that's all well, I'm excited to see, but I yeah, think it's a, cute, see how much it's a cute coin. As well, I mean, clearly, in the hundreds of millions, right? Yes, over tip, 100 tip, million. And tips alone. Now, I did hear on Race Chaser they were recounting the story of Lady Ra Ra. Yeah, Ra Ra. Ooh, ah, ah. Ra Ra. Ooh, ga, ga. Blah, blah. She threw up off the side of the stage. But now, see, you I weren't around tell for any of it. My side of that story, <laughs> which was. Is, you were not there. I was not there. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. I just want to say, <laughs> everyone started getting mad at me. Well, not everybody. You got mad at me backstage because I was the one who screamed, oh, give her a minute. She's throwing up. I feel like. And then you were like, "How? why would you do that? That's so embarrassing for her. And I was like, if it was embarrassing for her, then she wouldn't have come back on stage. I mean, that valid point. A hundred percent valid point. And also oh. it was the booger ball. Like she wins. That's the level of commitment. I told you that when I saw her backstage, she was sort of like sitting with the crown, heavy breathing, like sitting there, sort of like recounting the like very like the wild roller coaster of the eight minutes that had preceded that moment <laughs> as she's sitting it there. It is also sort so of like heaving that it all happened in like so fast. Seven and a half minutes. And I was like, congratulations. And she goes, I don't think I deserve it. That's what she said. I can't. Oh, Lord. Lady Rara, let's take a break. This 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it? Maybe bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would, like, pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yep. love hobbies, but I just... I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapy anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back! It's summer, babies, and we're here to talk to you about vacationing. Where this should we true. go? What's the thing? I'm looking to leave. And I'm trying to go somewhere fun. I've, and I don't want it to be problematic. I'm I in Hawaii, but I know everyone's like, don't go to Hawaii. Don't go to Hawaii. What? What? Uh, uh, where do you like to travel and what makes it not problematic? Hawaii is problematic because. I think that's like at a t it's like over tourist. Now. Right, and it's like becoming an issue because there's nowhere to expand to. Because and every, yeah, and I think the people that live there are like, oh, every all of our land is being purchased for hotels and Airbnbs. And like and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I could do well in Mexico. Here's what I want: I want to okay. be able to possibly rent a house on a beach somewhere. Could yeah. be a tropical island, as long as it's not crazy expensive. And there's things to do, like rent a car, drive around the island, see what's going on. I love being near water. Do I don't want to be landlocked. Do you? Are you the type of person... I'm like, let's go to Turkey. Are you the type of well, person? That's what, well, that's not going to be a vacation. That's a business trip. That's a business. We're going to do... the business is going to be between me and my hairline. <laughs> Are you the type of person who, with the activities, like, would you go to a place that has, like, a concierge who handles all of the activities so that you don't have to worry? Or do you want to, like, do all the research and, like, find the ATV company and find the boat that takes you out on the water and that kind of thing? I prefer option two because I, like, want to plan it all myself. But I understand... Right. 
if it's a re- if it's a respectable resort and like they respectable vet the, and if they vet the companies and I like can see because how are you gonna company, vet the company? Yelp reviews from previous tourists. Um, okay, but Yelp reviews are always alike because people only review stuff if they're mad at it. Okay, but did we talk about the escape room? We did. No, we didn't. We didn't. No. Can the we? Only... Did, did we pay for that, or was that like a gift to you? No, I bought it. I paid oh. for it. Yeah, I paid four hundred dollars. No, but you all paid me back. It's fine. No, I I only brought it up because of the um because of the review when we were held hostage. Because <laughs> you're saying Yelp reviewers are usually just having a negative experience. Yes, or but like Thomas Amazon, currently Thomas reviewed or- <laughs> currently got nine ex- glowing positive reviews. Glowing reviews. Can you tell the people what? So here we are. We're at a we we show up to a beautiful mall in in Glendale to go to an escape room for Dipper's birthday. We're all there. We're waiting. We go in. Thomas's. We definitely talked about this. I don't think we did. Okay. But which part, like, so we're in the escape room. Yes. We're having a little bit of trouble. We get in there. We ask for two clues. No, this One, is what this is what happened. We were, okay. because the escape room, you're like, I don't remember a thing. I was violently high. Because I wasn't escape, violently high. I just don't know which part of the story you want me to tell. I just want to be like, we were held hostage in well, a give room. give me one second and I'll let you know. Oh, we people were told are, we could not people leave. Are room. Sh- people are shaking their phones right now listening to this episode. They're going, shut the fuck up and just tell the story. The escape room was in the mall, so it was sort of hard to find based on the address we were given. You want to go all the way back to that part. Well, only because we're almost all there. The whole party is almost all there, but we're missing like one, maybe two people. And our time is supposed to start. And the appointments at the escape room are pretty punctual because it's a timed event. And so the guy, Thomas, who's working the front desk, he goes, you can start and I'll just bring the other person in. And I was like, I think we should start as a group. He goes, okay, well, I have another offer for you. Oh, I forgot. He he said, you can all leave me a positive Yelp review. And then I won't start the clock until you guys, like I'll hold the clock back. And I was like, at that time I was like, I don't know. I bet we can solve it in 50 minutes instead of an hour. I think we'll be fine to eat. We were looking at the scoreboard being like, someone did it in 20 minutes. (laughs) We'll do it in 15. Yeah. So then we go into the escape room and we're having some trouble and we've asked for a couple clues. And then over the intercom, Thomas goes, because we're we're starting to freak out and we're like Thomas, we keep calling we have his five name. Five minutes left. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, he like clicks onto the like intercom and he goes, "Remember that offer from earlier?" And that's when I went, "I'm sorry, Thomas. You want us to give you Yelp reviews right now?" And he goes, "I'll hold the clock and give you a clue if you all right now get on Yelp and give me a positive review." And so then we're all whipping out our phones, being like, "Okay, Thomas." We're logging into Yelp. I created a Yelp account (laughs) just to get out of this room. And then it turns out it was none of our faults. Like, even the lady had trouble with it, right? Well, she didn't have trouble. Essentially, we were doing a room that led us to a safe. And the safe was sort of like, what do they call it? The penultimate, the martini shot. It was the second to last moment of the escape room we had to open the safe then there was like a one more thing and then we used the thing and then to... you get the key to get out of the room yeah. right but and safe, we were stuck on the problem. safe and we had the we knew the code we, we were stuck run. on the safe 
for 20 minutes. And we had we the code had the to the safe. Proper code. It told you exactly how many times to like t- turn the little knob on the safe thing and like how many times to pass the number and stop on the number. And then Thomas gets on the intercom and he goes, okay, it's whatever that says plus one. And so then we were doing that. And then we were like, Thomas, we can't fucking do it. And then Thomas was like, give me a review. And then I was like, kill yourself, Thomas. And then they sent in a lady to help us. And she walks up to it. And she goes, it's a little difficult. And we were like, no shit. And then she twists it, bops it, locks it, and it undoes. Bop in like two seconds. It, turn it. I was Click pissed. It. Yeah, it because was hard. why is you the tried last it. thing... Yeah, you tried it. Michael tried it. Nicole tried it. I tried it. None of Wes us could tried do it. it. It was a lot of people tried it. And you know who else tried it, tried it? Thomas. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas the motherfucking tank engine. No, um, you're... A, wait. Yeah. No, you tell you're me. Let's Mexico get back on... Right now. You're in Mexico. Yes. Thoughts? What's the weather like? LA is hot as fuck already. It's beautiful here. It's really warm, but you know we're right by the water, so it, it like cools it down a little bit. I definitely am gonna when I leave here. When we're done, I'm gonna go get some sunscreen. Um, I'm chilling. I have nothing on my agenda, but you know how poorly I do with that. So I'm gonna be working the whole time I'm here. I definitely want to see some drag shows. I want to go to a spa. I think I found a place where I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get head to toe. I'm going to get where they scrub you, Turkish bath. I'm going to get oh, a massage. Whack you with those fucking leaves. I'm going to get a facial, and I'm going to get a pedicure. Come back Head like a squeaky, clean boy. You should get one of those medical pedicures, like baby feet. You can't even. The walk. problem is with that is that I if they scrub, I don't. They scrub my, the, to the skin's pink. It's fresh skin. But it I don't. to walk. That's what that's my problem. I don't want that. I want just a regular pedicure. Like I don't want the because I don't have that many calluses. I have like you know normal heel calluses that human feet do. Are your feet beautiful and amazing? You tell me. No, I have what some have described as dancers' feet, <laughs> which is funny because all I've ever seen you do is walk and point, walk and point, so. baby, walk and point, and that's what you're gonna get. You're going to love it. And when you say dancer's feet, going into further detail about that, it would be. They've just seen a lot of stuff, you know. The inside of too many bordellos. They've, yep. The calluses are. um, Permanent. They like. Permanent and they exist. They like help um, stretch out a shoe, if you know what I mean. I don't. Please explain. They're just big and hard and on, like, the widest parts of my feet. I have extremely wide feet, and up until recently, I wasn't getting extra wide shoes. Yeah, that boggles me. And it really changed the game. But my feet were always being constricted and rubbed, so they were, like, bad. But now I think I'm getting more comfortable. And And you chose to make fun of my feet? Well, you have, yeah. I mean, my feet can be, mine aren't fucking disgusting. Disgusting. They just are wide. You have gross feet. What about mine are gross? Well, it was the nail color, but now you cover it up. Yeah, I mean, that got fixed. I got that little medicine, and then it got fixed. Suck on these toes. Oh, gross. I can't, because I feel like... (laughs) I can't, and I won't, and I refuse, and and thank you so much. I think the thing about feet is, like, you have to really love the smell of feet. Like, you have to be one of those kids that, like, in gym was, like, sniffing socks, I think, to suck on a toe these days. I will tell you... Because a a foot 
will always have a remnant smell of foot, right? No matter how clean you get it, no matter how much you scrub it, if you get in there and start sniffing, it's going to be like, oh, I can still smell a little foot. Yeah, feet feet be footing, foots be feeding. Mm-hmm. Um, I have occasionally. Sucked and I don't think that I. Did I ever tell you? I'm sure I told you about the guy who. He was so hot, and all I wanted to do was everything but what he wanted Suck me his to toes. do, which oh. was just foot worship him. I think I found him on Craigslist. This was ages ago when I first moved to LA. It was like a dad son fantasy. And so he was always like, Hey, son, I would call him up on his landline phone and it would like ring and ring and ring. And then he'd pick up the phone and I would be like, Hey, dad, uh, can I come by tonight? It was very dad son. And then when I would come by, the whole setup was like, it was all about foot worship. And he would like rub his feet on my face and like all this stuff. But all I wanted to do was like suck his dick and fuck him, which I got to do like three different times. And it was really, really great. But like, he only really got in the mood with the foot worship. And that was, I just like, he had really clean, really lovely feet. And I was able to play along with it because he was so hot, but I wasn't into the foot of it all. I was into like the him of it all. So that was like the one time I really went for it. But I will say a few different times I have been getting massaged and they've like gone into the feet and I was like, whoa, whoa. And then I was like, actually, I really enjoy this. But they prepare themselves ahead of time because they like as you lay down on the bed, they like they like get you settled in and then they'll like spray something and wipe off your feet like an alcohol or like a disinfectant because they're like you've been walking around on those feet all day and i want to put them in my mouth that's you ever do you ever (laughs) what are you you looked at you have fully tuned out (laughs) you like you started like reading something on the internet and then you just disassociated well i was looking at like foot smells and it was mostly just like Usually it's like a fungal. It's fungal. I was just wondering why the foot smells. And it's well, because it's like trapped every, in a sock. Listen, it's trapped in a sock and everybody's body is covered in mites and funguses that we're all just living with. Yeah, tiny, tiny little organisms. Do you now ever I do see the tell people you, my on social media? Sure. Have a cat. I was just going to finish the foot okay, go story. Do you ever see the people on social media who like don't have arms or don't have hands but are so dexterous with their toes and feet? Like there's a guy who comes up on my For You page who is like an esthetician and a makeup artist and he does like facials. I saw him do lip tattooing, you know, like lip color tattoo and like eye makeup and eyebrow stuff all with his feet and toes. Like he does not have arms and the dexterity that he has with his toes. I'm like, my toes move as a unit. Like, I can't do, like, oh, just one, the middle, the other. Like, I don't have that sort of, like, flexibility with my toes. I'm trying it right now. And you, it's just like a block of concrete, your feet. Well, my right. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Throw me in a lake. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. My, no. My right foot is more dexterous. I can, like, cross them and, like, get the little middle toe up. But I I don't got a lot going on. I just said slay. That's all. Absolute slay. So, okay, let's take a break and then I want to hear about your neighbor's cat.
and we're back. My neighbors that just recently moved in. Um, her boyfriend just moved in with her, and he has a cat. Is your window and... open? Yeah. I just want to make sure they don't hear you talking shit about them. I'm not about to talk shit. I'm about to say I'm, t- I'm about to talk shit about their fucking cat. No, okay, I. Uh, <laughs> um. So you know, Deb hates all other animals, but. So they let their cat out, and we let our cats out sometimes. And so they were like, we we're hoping that Archie will meet her. Her name's Peaches. And that they will become close friends. But the first time they met, she kind of charged at him. <laughs> but not in enough, like, she, like, got close and then just stopped and stared at him. And I was like, I don't know. I've never had cats before, so I don't know if this is, like, how they interact. And now every time I try to get him to go say hi to her, he, like, starts making a noise I've never heard him make before. He just what goes, kind of noise? Like uh, oh. uh, and I was like, what is that sound? Oh, he's staring at me. She's outside. And uh, so yesterday I opened up our back door and I was like, I went upstairs to go get Archie. And when I came downstairs, their cat was in my kitchen. Wait, did was your back door open? You have a kitchen? Yeah, I opened, I opened up the back door. Whoa. And went upstairs to go get Archie to be like, it's time for outside time. And when I came back in, the cat was just in my li- in my kitchen. And just staring at me, like sniffing around. Well, I kind of wanted to lock her in and be like, this is how we make friends. But then I was like, my neighbor will get so mad if they like come over and see that their cat is locked inside my house. Thoughts? Well, yeah, that's like taking the cat hostage. But I, I would just want him to be free. I would let her back out. LOL. Peaches and Archie sitting in a tree. H-I-S-S-I-N-G. <laughs> See what I did there? Hissing. Yeah. Can you tell me about Fat Slut? Oh, we had a wild one. This one was absolutely insane. Uh, so crazy, the craziest things of all things happened. We had a wonderful show. It's Kelly Mantle. She came and kicked it. She twirled it. Unfortunately, Police. Dairy Queen was unable to make it. I was so excited to have Dairy on the show. But they Who? got trapped. Dairy Queen from Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had them on the pod. They got trapped at the airport. Their flight got delayed. And then they were like, okay, I'm just going to sleep at the airport and hopefully get to L.A. the next day. And then apparently the next day they're like, all right, you'll get to L.A. at midnight Ugh. on Friday. And so she was like, I'm just not coming. Wait, why did she sleep at the airport if she lives in Chicago? Because I think that, I mean, it's that thing where I don't know what airline she's on. But I think airlines are doing this a lot where they just cancel your flight and they're like, we'll get you on the next one. But they and don't let you know when the don't, next one is. Yeah, or they're like the next one and then they just keep passing you up until finally you're on like the last flight out. Uh, Luckily, we haven't really been dealing with any air, airplane troubles. Just bad attitudes at the baggage check. Baby, I would not keep. I would not so anyway, talk about airline drama. Four brand new contestants, which three of which really slayed it. One of who at the end, when I'm like, "Okay, cheer for your top two," I put my hand over their head. In the audience, there was like maybe three. Like that room has never been quieter. Oh and no! Like maybe oh, three no. people clapped, and I oh, went, no. "It's probably best if you just go, huh?" And she went, "Yeah." And then instead of getting off the stage, she just stayed there for the rest of the competition. <laughs> like even when most of the other people left, she just stayed on stage. And I was like, I don't have the heart to ask her to leave twice. She wanted her moment. She wanted her little stage time. Um, there was also someone, so we were backstage and like, there, of course there's like 
one contestant that all the go-go boys were fawning over and they were like he's so hot he's so hot and i was like yeah he's hot he's hot and he and he comes stumbling over to me and he goes i don't know who's getting what but i'll take the hot dogs and the jello and we were like great He'll have hot dogs and jello. It's the hot guy, and he's got the hot dogs and the jello, and he's gonna get up there and he's gonna serve it. And he got up on stage. Oh no. And I have never seen anything weirder or crazier. What do you it mean? It was not sexy at all. It was like he pulled his pants, he took his shirt off, but he pulled his pants and underwear down uh, like past his butt, but mm-hmm. left it up in the front. Not that I wanted to see. Well, we all wanted to see the penis, but we, it didn't come but out. But you're not allowed. But you're not so allowed. You, so well, you... okay. It's, a, it's okay. Well, okay. It can fall out on accident. Okay. And it can keep falling out on accident, but it can't just stay out. It can you know fall I mean? out on accident. I'm going to get in so much trouble. So, yeah, and he just kind of, like, rolled around. And then, in the words of Layla McQueen, <laughs> take of this whatever you want. She said, he kept doing the splits like a UK girl. <laughs> oh, <Layla>. <laughs> So not doing the splits. So not doing the splits. And uh, then he tried <laughs> to shove the hot dogs up his butt. And then someone ate one of the hot dogs out from that came off of his butt. So now was the he stage. the winner? No. <laughs> but I think <laughs> we all wanted him to be the winner and I was doing that thing where I was like are we sure that it's not a tie and the audience was like it's not a tie and Layla was like no it's not like um and then Layla I can send you pictures of him because now have under- you and Layla ever talked about that clip that went viral about you talking about sucking a dick that was in her butt Oh, my God. No, that didn't even come up. And you know what I realized? I didn't even really get to talk to Kelly Mantle all that much. Because you were, what, screaming and shouting? No! Oh, this was maybe the calmest fat slut I've ever done. No, everyone was literally on time. The show started at 10.35. My friends made a joke. They were like, we're wondering. Like, they were standing in the audience, and they are like, it's 11.29. At 11.29, and literally when it hit 11.30, the lights went black and the music started for the show, for act two. I And, like, honestly... everything ran exactly on time. I was like, we're going to go to 10.45. And then I looked at the audience, and I was like, it's packed out there already. I asked all the girls. I was like, are you ready to go right now? And they were like, yes. And so we just started on time. Show I was feel done. like I having the reputation of being on time for a show is really great. Because here's the thing. If a show is slated to start at 9 o'clock but always starts at 10.15, people who regularly come to the show, word gets out that the show starts at 10.15. So then everyone just, like, gets there at 10.15. But that's what I've been saying about drag for a while. I was like, because everyone's like, well, it's drag time. It's like, well, there's no consensus on what that means, so no one knows when to show up for anything. So I think having a reputation of being a show that always starts on time, that is always like three really good acts of entertainment, that's like a really lit scenario to be in. Good for you. Kind of a slay. Now, if you do live in the Bay Area, please mark your calendars for August 4th. Not August 8th, as I had previously been saying, but (laughs) August 4th. It's a Friday. Uh, August 4th. Exciting. It's at the beginning of the month. It is. Have any money? Oh, because you will have just paid rent. Yeah. Where 
where else do you want to go on vacation? Costa Rica? I Greece? Just... Here's the thing. I'm down for anywhere beautiful that has really good food. Seafood specifically. Because oh. when I go on vacation, for me, it's about like getting away from work and eating a bunch of delicious food. Slay. And like swimming and just being a fat cow. Slay. I will say, for whatever reason, when I was down here last time, it was uh, Bear Week, uh, or it was Beef Dip. Coincidentally, it was Beef Dip. So there were a lot of... just so happened to work out that way. Just so happened to work out. So there were a lot of bears around, um, and there are less bears around. And I was walking around last night, and I was like, I was not feeling very self-confident or great. Because it was not a lot of bears? Yeah, not to be vulnerable, but I was like, ooh. Ugh, don't be vulny on the pod. You know? <laughs> um, I feel like you should just... <laughs> don't get vulny on the pod. I mean, there, that's not what not the kids like tuned a... in for, Diva. Diva, no, baby. Course, they don't want to like, hear about your fucking feeling. There's got to be someone a bear stopped, bar. I mean, not to be insane. Someone stopped me on the street and said I was handsome. That was very not, you know, like whatever. But you know, when oh. you have those moments when you're really feeling yourself. Yeah. And, and you're, someone says something and you're like, oh. and you're like, I guess never again. Or they, and they, they're like, it's really brave of you to wear a shirt like that. And you're like, well, kill myself now. Oh, yeah. I remember when that happened to me a long time ago. Someone was like, it's so brave of you to wear those shorts. <laughs> I was like, I had just gotten to the bar too, and I was like, huh, gonna have to ruminate on that all night. <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy my That'll be swirling in my brain. Thanks so much. You're Every like, time here I, I walk am. by a mirror, I just gonna look down at myself. You're like, here I am eight years later, still thinking about it. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. It I would go any. I want to go to Belize. I went to Curacao, which was nice, but again, it's like there wasn't much to do on that island but resort stuff. Like okay. unless you're staying in the resort, so I want to go somewhere where it's like not all dependent upon the resort, where I can do some local stuff, but like for the most part, hang out, just like literally relax and maybe drive around. And see some cute stuff. I'm not interesting in sh- interested in shopping at stores that we have at like the mall down the street. Shopping to me is not a vacation. I don't. Activity. I, I don't, know for some. People I don't really know some is. people when they go on vacation, they're like, "Oh, and let's swing by the mall." And I'm like, everything in there is something you can have in a, at your house. Let's at the mall go by to you. the mall. To the mall. You know. Now. If you were to go on vacation, like in Florida, would you maybe like stand up? Um, would you like stand up on the cushion on the bench of a boat and dance with your arms in the air while the boat is uh, flying through the air and say, "What an amazing!" It's time for candy news, news, news. It's time for candy news. The icon, the legend, the diva who does not want me to have her phone number, Candy Muse, is on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 7? 8. 8. Season 8. I know. It would have been good if she was on 7 and then she would have been 713 to Lucky Numbers. Aren't those unlucky numbers? 
Oh, no, not lucky number seven. I thought 13 is not an, a lucky number. Uh, I think it's her lucky number. It's my lucky number. Me and Kenny Muse are the same person. I want to kiss Well, me. they announced. She got that beer can cock. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> I have not, but you always talk about it. I don't talk about it until the day I die. Wait, <laughs> wait how do you not have her phone number? You booked her for Fat Slut when we were in Austin. Mm. Every, we, she's good. She's good at that. She goes, DM me the details. She goes, no, it was literally, it was, I was like texting her manager at the time. Oh, yeah. And then I, a couple times I had to be like, I don't even, I had to like go down to the front desk to be like, hi, has Candace Muse <laughs> checked in yet? And they're like, yeah, she's been here for hours. And I'm like, great, 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 great. Just needed to know. She really Did, doesn't want you to have She like does not want me to talk to her. Um, well, she, I, okay, so. She's back on the show and she looks incredible. She's basic, she's second place for the best look of the premiere. And who is first? Jimbo. Yeah, she ate that up. She fucking ate that Alexis up. looks gorgeous. Can... Heidi, I love that leather that Heidi did. Yeah, Heidi looks great. Alexis looks stunned. The, um, I mean, James everyone Mansfield. looks really good. I mean, good. everyone looks incredible. Kahana's a new person. The work. Mama, <laughs> she's the one who put in the work and then had the work put in on her. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's right. I, w- I watched the little, like, clip package where they show, like, the first, whatever, minute of them, like, entering the workroom. And Kahana's like, I'm back. I've had my brow shaved, my nose done, my teeth done, my cheeks filled. Like, she literally left. Because she was, what, 21 or something? Yeah, she was a child. And then she just went and was like, pump me up, diva. Pump me up. I'm gonna have a brand new face. And Heidi said in her interview, um, she goes, I have natural all-stars lips. Oh, yeah, I like that. I love that she, yeah, she's gonna... gonna She said, what's happening? Who else is on? Jimbo's the only international diva, right? Yeah, Jimbo has successfully figured out she just breaks whatever rules she... I mean, it's like, they put her on... UK versus the world. She didn't win, and then they were like, "We want her back on TV, but let's just put her on the main franchise." The main one, yeah. Eventually, they're just gonna stop caring. I think they already have. They just like, I mean, that's the thing. It's like when you own and operate your own pageant, you get to make up whatever rules you want, and that's what Drag Race is. It's like a big global televised pageant, and they can decide whatever they want to do. That's just how pageants are, and we have to accept that and move forward with our lives. What right. else is going on? Oh, we should take a break. Let's take a break. And, and we're back. back. Now, do you have big plans for the summer? Big plans. Um, I want to go on vacation. Have right. we talked about that yet? Yes, um, we've been talking about that this whole episode. <laughs> That's all I want. I just want. You have any like, gigs locked in? Oh, we yeah. I have some pride gigs that are happening, and Fat Slut is monthly, so that's happening. Right. Um. In other news, today, this Tuesday, you will see that Drag Me to Dinner, our entertainment weekly thing, came out this morning. Oh. At nine a.m. 
I feel like I probably look okay. I don't rem- I don't know what promo look they're going to use for Did it, you take like, photos while you were there? You didn't yes, like Oh, okay. We did. And in you took all, photos in, like in all both your three looks of our and all your looks. Got it. So I don't know which look will be used, but I'm hoping it's one of the funny ones and not my little beret entrance moment look. It'll well, probably be the it, it'll probably you know what be it's going to be? The one I don't want it to fucking be cuz that's the way things work out. <laughs> That's how that works. Um, that's gonna be how that goes. We should plan. We should go to New York to see Willem and Juju be in Death Drop. Is it happening? Yeah, they announced it um, on Friday, I think, um, or whatever. It's 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 out now. They're doing it. Um, it it starts in June, I think. Previews mm. start in mid June or early June, and. Um, they're doing Death Drop and Holly Stars is coming over from the UK and then it's Jujube and Willem and they're hopefully doing a long run of it, but we should. Definitely. Yeah, let's go. We got to go. Yeah. That's why she's going to be in New York. That's why she keeps on being like, and I'm going to New York for the summer and I'm never coming back. Yeah, because the bitch is booked. You know what I mean? Yeah, New York in the summertime. New York in the summertime. Maybe I'll do that because Pinche just moved there and she looks like she's having a lot of fun. Pinche so moved like to, to New go York? Ruin that for her. Yeah, baby. Oh, and she's already got a show with Mary Cherry. Fun. Will you tell me a little about Essa Noche? Now, how do you not know anything about Essa Noche? Because she has been a New York, Brooklyn drag staple for years i know but i left new york almost eight years ago at this point well i don't know if she's been doing it that long she well, might that's what i mean like everyone talks about i her. know of her through like the bushwick scene well just bushwick in general she's always dancing she's a body girl she's got the fattest ass and honestly the funniest instagram she hosts a brunch at some hotel in the meatpacking district. Because every standard? time I see videos of standard. her. She has like a brunch at the Standard Hotel. I think. Every time I see videos of her, I'm like, the shape, honey. Oh, she's the body girl. And I don't know if you noticed, but she does have those ring tattoos on her arms. Oh, like fisting? Like fisting. Uh, <laughs> like fisting. Oh, my God. Um, if you guys want to see the body beautiful, please go to at E S S A N O C H E S A Noche. What does that mean? The night? No. Well, Esta Noche means like tonight, right? Esta Noche. Oh God, this is so racist. No, it's just I. Yeah, Esta Noche means tonight. So Esta. So she is the evening. She is the doll. I think it's sort of a, uh, an Esa Noche means that night. She is the night. Well, she is the body girl. She's been doing She is for that girl. She is that night. She is that night. She's got, she, <laughs> just follow her on Instagram. It is the funniest Instagram. She did this one thing where, I guess there was like a weird bumper cars in front of her, where her brunch was. And so she mm-hmm. got in the bumper car and just... <clears throat> She's in full drag and just is spinning in circles in a bumper car and then, like, has her legs spread wide open and just pulls up to people on the corner, like, of the bumper car, like, people on the sidewalk walking by and just flashes them coochie. 
It's Not so coochie good. Coochie Flash. She's the best. Not Coochie Flash. Well, I'm excited to rest and regenerate my energy and read a book and read a book, bitch. I have a book educate right here. yourself. What is it? You know what book I? You know I don't like to read, but I just I started reading. What did you? What are you reading? It's called The Big Reveal. It's by this drag queen named um, Sasha Valor. Yeah, future like guest of the pod. She, she wrote a book <laughs> and she mailed it to me. I guess I don't know. I'm reading it. It's, <laughs> just it's, kidding. it's really it good. Pictures in it. It, it is a picture, but no, it's like oh, okay. Well, what's really good about it is it's like. Um, it describes drag, but also she's telling the story of her drag career while explaining different parts of drag. So, like, I immediately flipped straight to the camp section of it because I was like, I want to read about camp drag. And in it, there's, like, a history of camp drag, but also she's describing, like, that chapter starts right after she won Drag Race. It's really good. Oh, that's fun. And it's like her explaining her experience of like, I'm putting on this huge show. I'm negative $100,000 in the bank. And I have to pay these queens at the end of the night. And I don't know what to do. And that's how the fucking chapter starts. And then it like just. How is she negative $100,000? She's like me. She spends all her money on the art. I think it was. Yeah. she had just Except her. Just, I mean, know, I don't know. Read the book and find out. To her it's art, very good. You know what I mean? Read the book and find out. You dumb, you dumb cunt. And you know what? Maybe I'll read some more of it and then I can tell you what the actual story is. I'm, I don't know that there's an actual story. I think it's a memoir uh, full of uh, historical anecdotes. 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 The book I'm reading, I heard about on Twitter, and then I ordered it, and I was like, I'm going to read this while I'm on this trip in Mexico. And then um, I was listening to Trixie and Katya's podcast, and Katya just read this book. It's called Manhunt, and it's sort of like a zombie futuristic uh, story that has – I am I mean, I'm literally like 50 pages in, but – We're so uh, good at this. We're like, we read 10 pages of a book, and now we will tell you about it. But it's like a, it's these two trans girls who are like living in this like sort of post zombie uh, America where like that's the like the zombie potion, it's like testosterone. So yeah, all of uh, the men who have testosterone like go crazy. Uh, but all of the pharmaceutical drugs have run out. So these trans girls are like, they literally um, eat balls because that's where they can get some estrogen from. Mm. Uh, I guess because of like, you know, the seminal fluid has like the option to no, well, do maybe X or Y. In a science fiction book, you can really let go of actual science. No, you know? there must be some reason. I'm only 50 pages in. But they basically battle TERFs. It's like these two trans girls fighting turfs. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's great. The The writing is so dense. It's like Ooh. really descriptive and a lot of words. Like the bitch who wrote this is smart Gretchen Felker Martin. Felcher? Felker. She's very smart. I'm like, Slow. I have to reread passages because I'm like, Ooh, what is this? Honestly, I feel like Katya Shakespeare? has an, some incredible taste because... I when she suggested a tattoo artist, that's where I went, and it's one of my favorite tattoos. Oh, okay. 
Slay uh, are you watching Tina. any good TV? Because I just got into the show called Jury Duty because I was seeing it all over my TikTok. It is so good. I dream. You know, we'll go full, full circle here. We'll end on logistics. I gotta go. Oh, well, I was trying to figure out the logistics of this show because I was like, there's no way James Marsden is giving them more than five hours a day. There's no way. It's incredible um, to think about the logistics of this type of show because if for anyone who doesn't know it's a show where there everyone is actors except for one person and it's sort of like a long prolonged punking except not in like a malicious way no it's and, like if, if you were to film like the office where it's like all improv documentary style but Everyone knows that it's an improv documentary except for one person. Who, who is reacting that they, honestly in the world. Who believes that they are actually at a court doing jury duty. And, and participating like, in a and documentary. In it. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out how they got him. Because I was like, they couldn't send him a fake jury duty letter. But apparently they put out a call out to be like, if you want to be in a documentary about the judicial system, you can like sign up to be a part of it and he's right. one of the people that signed so it up feels it. like the only sort of fake thing was at the very beginning when everyone was like man i hope i don't get selected but i guess theoretically he wasn't pissed off that he got selected because he kind of signed up to be to open be to being yeah. selected but it's really funny it's really good i have a couple episodes left i've also watched it um but that's the kind of thing that i think about logistics like i just think about how to finesse that whole situation where it's like they're using a ton of cameras. They have like all of these different people. They're some each of, individually lav mic'd, and some of the um, some of the actors oh. have to do a lot more work because half of the actors are sequestered in the hotel with the guy, and the other half are staying at the other hotel. But that means they, they can like go home. home. Uh, just all of that. I like love thinking about that and when watching it. And I think it's just so funny because it, it could they didn't know what they were gonna get when they hired the guy. Oh, exactly. Or when they picked him. And then it turns out like it could have gone so many different ways. He could have been a real asshole. He turns out to be like just the nicest man ever. I'm like the casting on that show deserves Oh, everything. The little redheaded guy with all the inventions. He's yeah. incredible. That shit's amazing. All anyway, right. Go watch it. And that's been our weekly roundup. Ooh, baby, do you know it that way? Someone else fell in love with the go-go boy. And I had to tell them, it's not love. It's Someone got in my DMs and was like, hey, can I get uh, Nick's info? He, when we were, I was like tipping him and flirting with him. I think we really had a connection. And I went, oh, baby, we all um, have a connection with Nick. That's Nick is a super sweetheart. Did I tell you what he told me? That I'm a bitch? No, he was like, it's so nice to finally meet you. My boyfriend told me that you fucked him at some sex party. <laughs> but I was like... Uh-huh. I was like, I don't think that was me. It might have been. It could have I gotta been. tell you, I... okay. You I know what's happening this I weekend, saw, by the way? What? During that night? Drain that nut. Wait, what? This weekend? Oh, well, the weekend this that weekend this coming up. Mm, Sorry, it's drain your nut. nut. Yeah. Drain, drain your, your nut. nut. <laughs> drain your nut. Drain your nut. 
right. You can we gotta wrap it up. Wait, I had one more thing to say. About Nick and his boyfriend and a sex party and people falling in love. Oh, I was I watching. I feel a, like falling, falling in love. Now, now we're just doing karaoke. Only, I was watching an OnlyFans video. And this person was, I think, illegally recording in a spa. And he was sucking someone's dick and they looked exactly like you. And I thought it was you. And then I had to look like I had to really watch because I was like, oh, God damn it. I got to figure out if this is Dipper or not and tell him. And it is a man that looks identical to you. And this was at a spa here in L.A. So maybe it was that Send guy. The video. I'll send it to you. Yeah. yeah. You might. I mean, you're going to have to like log into this guy's like, you're gonna have to no, sign up. Look it on your oh screenshot it. Yeah, just take a photo of it so I can I don't need to watch the video. And then we'll post it on Instagram. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, fags. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.